Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, everybody. Welcome back into the Letterman Lounge at Roosters on Olentangy River Road, Columbus, Ohio, the greatest city in the world. This is Letterman Live. Uh, the offseason is in full swing, but we're not going to stop talking about the Buckeyes and what's going on around Ohio. That's Jeremy Birmingham, Jay-Z, Justin Zwick, Nicole Cox from Roosters, letting us back in here again, and Bobby Carpenter. Um, by the way, we got to start right here with we left, and Nicole and Bob, you guys had this big argument <laughs> about how you were going to scout people with injuries, <laughs> and then we find out that Nicole was right. She did some research after the show. And she she shut you down, bud. Oh yeah, the multi multi ACL tear. Yeah. She broke. Yeah. She got it down there. So you know, good for her. <laughs> I know. I think it's just a perspective to think about if when you're you know picking guys for the team that the one that hasn't been injured yet is <clears throat> like I said last week a ticking time bomb and Stay something's going to happen. Whereas if it's already happened, the per- the odds of it happening again are very slim right, compared the, to the odds of it happening. The odds of getting so, struck by lightning twice are way worse than getting struck by lightning once. <laughs> so it was good that you dealt with injuries in college, Bob. Congrats. Yeah, I really didn't. You made I, mean, I had like little things that I was like nicked up with. Outside but you of wanted to get the ball rolling. You have to get a couple I did of break my leg in high school. So I get, you know what? I should tell my dad that. I had my knee scoped when I was in seventh grade. He goes, you'll never be able to play in college. And now, I mean, he's like, he made it stronger. Got I mean, it out of the way. Well, yeah. He's like, you're getting your knee scoped when he goes, I didn't get hurt till I was, you know, I guess I think he did get hurt. Nice. You're getting, you know, and, and surgeries have changed a lot, obviously, since then. Back when he was, they probably wouldn't even done it on this, but you'll never be able to make it there. And then you know, I break my leg in high school. And it's like, okay, battle back from that and get a couple more. So, Nicole, maybe you were right. I, I really didn't miss much time in the NFL, you know, due to injury. So, uh, yeah, I guess that you, maybe you are something. It's a theory. It's a yeah. working it's a work theory. theory. If, working, yeah. if and like you're saying though, Bobby, if the guy has the talent to go along with it, yeah. you know, I just don't think it, if they are good enough, I don't think it's a reason to necessarily pass them up for the team. Well, I think that's also what Ryan Day said about why he thought Justin Fields was a great quarterback because he had got to go through adversity. Mm-hmm. Got to respond to it, whether that's uh, your body or mentally. It's. I think Nicole wins that one. Mm. I got, I'm winner, I'm, winner. I've already conceded. Guys, I'm feeling pretty good yeah, right now. She's coming in hot today. I, like <laughs> I just feel like we should make that clear. <laughs> I think we should just make clear that you're still Austin Ward because you look like someone completely different. You do look different. This is a new show. Yeah. Got cleaned up. Big oh, trip this week. Yeah, because Berman and I are going out to Texas, and I don't want them to be scared of uh, that scraggly beard and long hair. Oh They've no, never, they, they love that yeah, stuff. Yeah, nobody, down there. nobody oh, in Texas, right. nobody in Texas has a scraggly hair or beard. Oh, that's right. Quinn Ewers does have some long hair. We're gonna go gonna mullet, uh, talk to him. Uh, so look out for that coverage uh, throughout the week as Berm and I take a tour around Texas. We that's that tells you that things are back to normal for us because the last time we got to go on the road to talk to some recruits, we're in Virginia, North Carolina, and when we're on the way home, uh, the world stopped. Uh, last March, so we get to go back on the road. It's going to be fun. Well, let's hope the world doesn't stop this time. Uh, have you come around on the name Letterman Road trip? Because no, last year you were no. anti that, but I, I still don't know why. He was pitching it this morning. Yeah, so. I, I wanted to try it with the audience on the on the morning juice. It's mm-hmm. yes, yeah. it's, it's weak. Work Shay's workshopping it. Yeah, he's been workshopping it for it's a, year a now. working <laughs> name. Okay, we'll have Nicole come well, up Letterman Road trip and sponsor it, and Roosters can, uh, you know, send us with some 
packed lunches that have the chips <laughs> oh, in there. Oh, yeah. I like it. And yeah. we'll have that for They just follow you with the van. <laughs> That's, we'll take the van. <laughs> yeah. That's take even better. Uh, that'll work. I wanted to drive. <laughs> yeah, we're not doing that. Um, appetizer Tuesday this week is mm-hmm. mac and cheese mac, mac and cheese well Schlegs was back in town he was weekend. why is he couldn't stay one more day uh, you know gotta get to training baby gotta train dudes man training dudes 65 dudes a day that are dude on dude accountable to each other after the workout spray them with Jags juice these dudes are Jags growing juice. they're Jag showing juice, they're yeah. getting ready to go he was it. super pumped up about it. like talking to him and Urban on, on Saturday night down at uh, the Urban's Chop House at, you know <laughs> grand opening of that this weekend you know in concert with the buckeye cruise it was awesome but yeah schlegs he has to get back man those guys are counting to him you know what you know what the hours are for the weight room whenever you want to lift whenever you want right. whenever you're ready they said before the guy was kind of in there kind of morning-ish in the <laughs> off season no you want to lift at 10 o'clock with with papa schlegs he's coming in there ready to go cut off he'll lift with you <laughs> well i mean he's used to that because he had to go in there at 5 a.m with mickey Murat mm-hmm. dawn patrol so uh, no surprise that Schlegs, you know, he'll get some caffeine and some mac and cheese bites, and he's good to go. So, mm. as we said, spring ball's over. The NFL draft is over. Uh, what are we going to talk about? Well, those two things are going to combine. All right, so now let's look at this roster. Somebody who's <coughs> off to the NFL, uh, and then a position that we learned about in the spring. Who's going to be the toughest uh, Ohio State player to replace? I know Nicole's got the notebook full, and she's going to go first. Notebook full of dudes right there. <laughs> careful now so i did i did think about a cup you know because i feel like anytime we lose players it's you know it's an adjustment so but i think josh myers is going to be the guy i choose this week just because um he's the center he's the leader of the offensive line and i personally feel the snap like just anybody being able when he wasn't in this year oh the snap i mean it's you're just expected to get it right every time and the pressure of that. So I think whoever's coming in, you know, Harry Miller, I think has the, um, he's like next in line to take that. And he was out this spring, but, and then Luke Whipler as well, who hasn't started yet, but um, so they definitely have some big shoes to fill. You know, another thing with the center position is you know, a lot of times they will help a young quarterback protection wise, you know, making sure we're up at the line of scrimmage. Maybe we have a check, yep. you know, like I've said before, I've, you know, Nick Mangold needs to be my, hey, we good. All right, yep. <laughs> you know, I just want to double check here. So having a center that can get that snap back because we are shotgun most all the time nowadays, but, uh, you know, also, but someone that can know those protections and help a younger quarterback and, you know, out early on in the season is going to be a big, big thing. Yeah, no, that, that's huge. That, yeah. that, that, I'm glad you touched on that because even outside of his play, like, now you have two guys that are starting right in right in the front there, yeah. quarterback, center, that have to figure this thing out together. Yeah. And they may neither one of them together might have the right answer. The phone a friend doesn't know it's work <laughs> if the friend doesn't know what's going on. Either. Yeah, that's for sure. And you, Bob, you touched about uh, touched on that Michigan State game when Josh Myers was out. And, it was exciting, wasn't it? Uh, Harry Miller, that was not the finest performance, but we did find out later that well, he'd never got a chance to do it. He didn't like, even get to practice. Yeah. Like they found out the night before that Josh Myers was was dinged positive and wasn't going to be able to play. So, you know, obviously you take some practice, some practice reps and get prepared, but it's not the same. You've never done it well, in the game. First of all, he's doing it, playing a new position that he had in practice, mm-hmm. which like, oh, it's just right beside each other. Completely different assignment. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And then on top of that, it's like, hey, now you got to snap it back to another dude and they're bringing pressure, showing different stuff. Mm-hmm. And the thing is too, as you know this, Austin, because you're just such a fantastic golfer, mm-hmm. when things start to go awry, 
then you start overcorrecting. Like, mm-hmm. It's too low, now too high, right? Okay. Like, I mean, it's <laughs> yeah. too hard, too soft. I mean, it's there's a lot there. And you get you're lost doing, mentally. You really when you're do. a quarterback sat, and you're back there and you're like, I don't know where this ball's going to go. I mean, you're almost uh, in like a catcher position. Yeah. You know, like I can go low, I can go high, you know, I can jump if I need to. And that's why Justin Fields played too much baseball <laughs> and it cost him in the draft. Well, that, that athleticism. It actually saved him against Michigan yeah. State. Yeah. You saw his knees bent, ready to go. I mean, that's mm-hmm. just, you can tell. Like, oh, yeah. You're ready to fire on that thing. You have no idea. It's like fielding ground yeah, balls back nope. there. So that was tough. But yeah, it's a big loss. My guy I'm going to go with here to keep the thing rolling along. You know, Mr. Steady Eddie, Mr. Reliable, a guy that for some reason Buckeye fans just love to besmirch and put shade on his name. Going all to the linebacker time. town. Yeah. <laughs> taking a tour down to linebacker town. And a guy that, hey, in the NFL, like, we're going to take him in the second round. Mm. We think that he's that good. Everyone else is saying, hey, see you later. We got better dudes behind you. That's Pete Warner. Like, mm-hmm. You know why he's great? Because you could put him in there. He did whatever he was supposed to do. You never really saw him getting beat. You always saw him making plays. And maybe he didn't have like the most impact plays in the yeah. world. But you also never saw him chasing dudes wide open down the field or blowing gaps or doing anything he shouldn't have been. So as a coach, like I guarantee you, our guy Al Washington would love to see Pete in there because it's like I got one position now that I don't have to worry about. Yeah. You know, you can just lock in, plug and play, and he can tell everybody else what to do because you know Pete's a very sharp, cerebral guy. So, you know, for me, it's a little bit similar to Nicole. Like, when you have a position that's maybe not the most glamorous, but when it's but when it's bad, everybody can see it. Like, so that's what I'm going to go with my guy Pete. We'll talk about the the linebacker position uh, a lot more in the second half of the show today. Uh, with some moves going on there in the transfer portal. Oh, yeah, and, and we'll portal get, slide. We'll get into that. But the other part of that, Bob, is that if people are, are happy to say goodbye to Pete Warner, well, then why is there such a desperate need to go get somebody to fill out that depth chart? Pete Warner. So hard to say goodbye to yesterday. Well, they're going to. Well, it goes the same boat with Tuff Borland, don't you think? I mean, the guy started for three years, I, right? I, well, I think in a different way, the leadership, somebody's. Yes, I mean, I'm not. Yeah, not. But the, the production. And the criticism for Pete Warner never matched up. Yeah. I thought that he was the best player, Bob. And you, you're much more in tune with this than I am. But I thought he was the most important player, Pete Warner, for Ohio State's defense last year. Very and consistent. Down. Very consistent. And you look like, hey, the guy can blitz a little bit. We need him to cover tight ends. He can yeah. cover tight ends. And, you know, Baron Browning kind of helped share some of that. But he can be an off-the-ball guy. He could really do just about anything they asked him to. They had him playing on the ball some against Wisconsin. Like, just he really did it all. And so when you look at that, like that guy is invaluable that you can just, hey, Pete, we need you to do this yeah. this week. All right, you can do it. And the coach isn't over there just paranoid that you're going to blow an assignment or not be able to physically execute it mm-hmm. because he had the physical skills. He was obviously fast when he got here being a safety, but he bulked up to about 238, yeah. 240 and, and could handle everything, the physical requirements as well. Jay-Z? Yeah, uh, I'm staying on the defensive side of the ball. I mean, I think our offense is pretty much stacked uh, as far as who we've lost and who we have coming back. Um I was looking at the middle of that defensive line. I think Tommy T is a big loss. Uh, you know, a strong guy who could hold up the middle of that defense, uh, you know, push, get some push off the line of scrimmage. So I think whoever we find to kind of replace him, um, I don't know if they're going to rotate, you know, two or three guys there, but I think he's a big loss. And, you know, the Browns got him in what, the third or fourth, I think it was. A little, a little bit later than that, I think. I- Fifth. It was the fourth. Was it the fourth? It, fourth or fifth? It was a good. It was yeah, a good I think I thought it was a great pick. I, I I said you know if he's still there, I would love to see right. you know them go get him. I, I think he was a great player. He you know brought a lot of strength to that position, and we just got to you know rotate. We got some guys who we've been waiting to see. I think uh, kind of make that jump yeah. if they can stay healthy. You know all that goes into it, but you know that that middle there I think will be important because we have some guys that we think can rush off the edge. So Teron Vincent gonna have to be in there. Antoine mm-hmm. Jackson took advantage of the extra year. Jerron Cage, who 
somebody, you know, I, I had kind of written off for his Ohio State career, Berm, and he he pushed and got some meaningful snaps last year. Uh, so there's some options, and then maybe we'll see what happens with Ty Hamilton, a younger guy, mm-hmm. Tyleek Williams. Bunch of options yeah. in there, as there always are for Ohio State. Are we not allowed to say Justin Fields? Well, you can. Well, you know, yeah, that's, that's I, kind of the obvious well, one. When I, when I texted this, okay, half you told the me table, this was a secret, so I, don't know, I, I said let's not all take Justin. Okay, Bates. so okay, I was going to say Pete the Meat, who can't be beat. Let me be clear. Number one, um, but I'm going to go. Just got further. Yeah, yeah, just got better. <laughs> I'm going to stay again on defense because that's where the questions were, and we're talking about leadership. And to me, it's Jonathan Cooper. I mean, you have talent on the defensive line, of course, but Andy's got a harder rhythm, yeah. So right, just mm-hmm. beating that too. I mean, heart beating that. Uh, he he's just a guy that you know led the team for the last three four years in the locker room and uh, sort of the the heart and soul of the defense. Um, and you have guys like Tyreek Smith and Zach Harrison who are trying to emerge and become leaders. I think that that's the the hard thing to replace. And a defense that loses a lot of guys that are in leadership spots like Borland, like Werner, like Justin Hilliard, like Cooper. Um, so to me, that's that's the real challenge. Is how do you how do you you know supplant that? And say okay, now we need to get somebody to step up and step out of their comfort zone. And that's why it's important that Zach Harrison's done what he's done this offseason and really sort of emerge as a personality as opposed to just being that 6'6", 265 freak athlete. Like, you got to get something out of him in the locker room. Yeah, I think, and this ties into that conversation, When it depends on the wording. Like, Justin Fields is the most important player for Ohio State to replace. Nobody, none of us are going to argue against that. But with C.J. Stroud, Jack Miller, and Kyle McCord, you know that those three options are capable of doing it. So if you're talking about the toughest to replace I think Bob, that probably is maybe a linebacker spot or uh, Jay Z. If you're, you know, you knew what Tommy Togiai could do, and if he'd played one more year for mm-hmm. Ohio State, what that could have meant for for him and that Rushman unit to elevate. So that's it's almost a different question. Like you know, Luke Farrell's really important, um, yeah. and he might be hard to replace too with Cade Stover not having played that position. But obviously, the one who has to be replaced well is Justin Fields. <clears throat> So, uh, so you got to pick Justin Fields. Oh, I'm, I'm just well, saying that it's a matter of that was just the given on top of everything. Yeah, and and look, I mean, Sean Wade is an important spot that they have to fill. He wasn't healthy last year. We know that he didn't, you know, live up to that first round outside cornerback grade. But you know, Ohio State went through spring and Cameron Brown was out and Seven Banks was hurt, and so somebody has to be their top shutdown cornerback. That's enough. Like these guys at Ohio State lost. Like it's not really anything they can shrug off. It's hard, but there are people waiting to do it. But they lost a lot of talent. That's what it's a team that was in the national championship game for a reason. Isn't that what's funny about this last season? I mean, I don't want to go back in time too much, but think about what they lost after the 2019 season when you lose generational players like Chase Young and Jeff Okuda, another first round pick in in Damon Arnett, uh, Jordan Fuller. You're losing unbelievable players and everyone's like oh they should just be fine they're just going to be great well because there for a couple of years they were right, <laughs> they but, just... i mean you can't it, it's hard to keep mm-hmm. losing those guys every year and, and then to just expect that the next wave is going to be as good and so now i think that's the real challenge in the secondary when you're talking about <laughs> all these guys that are the, the expected starters didn't play all spring so we don't really know where they're at we don't know where seven banks is at we don't know where cam brown's at we don't know where court williams is at so you have all these question marks, and I mean the entire secondary. Sean Wade, even if he was inconsistent last year, you knew he was going to show up. You knew he was going to be there, and you knew that you know he could make a play every once in a while. Um, so there's a lot of guys that could fit that question on defense. All right, 
Anything else? <laughs> Nicole, what's going on at Roosters? Um, I Mac and cheese bites. Okay. I mean, that's super exciting. <laughs> that and is super I think exciting. This, the weather's supposed to be nicer this week. So patios. 70 are this weekend, yes. I think, yeah. Well, I, yes. I, when do we, when do we turn the, the, Letterman, the Letterman Lounge into the Letterman patio? Well, last year, by necessity, it was out there. It but, was. No, I. You, we can't just. I mean, yeah, we did all this. Our, we did all this nice lounge. decoorating in here. We we, we can't try go the away. Patio now. one time, but this is the lounge. This is our area. And it is true. Austin is kind of a lounge lizard, so this probably fits <laughs> him really well. Uh, hey, it was fun when we were out there, and like it was. It was. Um, I'm not opposed to going back out there. I guess Bob didn't get to experience that as much as as we did last summer when we were just hanging on for dear life out there. <laughs> what we were allowed to do once we put Zoom behind us, sitting six like, feet apart, mm-hmm. kind of. We, oh. we had a tape measure. <laughs> we had a tape measure, yeah. no doubt. It just look doesn't look the same on TV. Yeah. We're actually still six feet apart today. You just can't really uh, <laughs> tell that. Exactly. Um, all right. Anything else we got to get in there, Nicole? No. I mac and cheese bites. Yeah, I mac said and mac and cheese bites. They're two dollars sure. on Tuesday. Two dollars on Tuesdays. Mm. Yeah, so and graduation season. Um, you know, calling our catering, catering. team if anybody catering. needs that. And when you get catering, you can get the chips. You mm. can. You can, you just Bobby. can't if you, you come into the store. Yeah. Or Nicole has so, to come in here and just can't wait for my first oh, golf outing oh, where that, I'm where that bus it. shows I'm up and I get some it. chips. I know. I'm going to take them all. I'm taking oh, them home. They're the best. <laughs> they, are. they are the best. Yeah, we know that there's oh, thank you. one coming up at the Roosters Foundation in August. Mm-hmm. On the calendar. Yes, sir. Can't okay. wait for that one. All right, Nicole, thanks for having us in here. We're going to let you go do your job. We're going to be right back with more Letterman Live. It's brought to you by Roosters. It's a fun, casual joint. Roosters is one of the unique companies that we deal with. They're involved in everything we do, from our personal foundation to also the Cancer Research Fund. And that's from the Buckeye Cruise from Cancer to all the events leading up to the Buckeye Cruise. They donate back to different organizations that are near and dear to their heart. And we're so fortunate to have been with Roosters now for a long, long time. All the folks at Roosters are just genuinely kind folks, and they want to make a difference. Thank you, Roosters Foundation. Thank you, Roosters Foundation. Thank you, Roosters Foundation. All right, welcome back into Letterman Live, rolling along here, and can't we've been talking about the the transfer portal and the possibilities there for Ohio State at linebacker. Uh, they came up short in another battle against Alabama. We'll dive into that. Everybody in college football has an Alabama problem. I think because Ohio State is so close to dethroning them, it gets more attention when they come up short. But what do we make of that happening on Saturday, Berm? I know Ohio State made it a battle. But it was an uphill one, really, from the start. It was, and that's—I guess—that's sort of the thing here. People in the last month and a half kind of got really invested into this recruitment of Henry Toto. But from the start, his dad came out straight up and said Alabama was where he should have gone out of high school. Uh, I think the question was, would Alabama have room? Um, would Alabama be able to get him in and playing next year? And this is just a reminder. Well, and you also said this in the break: if you're really good at something, don't do it for free. You just have to know. Alabama will always have room, and they will always have room. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's insane. It's there must be just a different math for them. I don't. I can't even figure it. Uh, I don't. I don't pretend to try. I mean, uh, they do it with coaches and players, don't they? I mean, they bring a different couple coaches in every year. I it's feel a like. different game. It's a different sport. Uh, and I know that not every recruitment can be chalked down to a, a McDonald's bag. I'm not making that, you know, uh, that leap right here. But it's. Just I'm just talking about pure scholarship numbers, limitations, recruiting class size. There's another possibility of um, a national recruit for or national standout uh, from Clemson potentially being a transfer option, and immediately he's attached to Alabama. Like how they got Jamison Williams, they got Henry To to O. That they'll probably take more in this offseason, and you just it doesn't it doesn't compute. Uh, it doesn't, and they're still 
in the front of the battle with Ohio State for uh, JT Tui Moloau out in uh, Washington, the number one player in the country in the class of 2021. There, there's room for him, too. They signed 28 guys. They've brought in. I don't know how they do it. it it's not my business. Carry the two. It's not my business. <laughs> Just, as long as it gets 85 by August 1st, I guess uh, all's, so they have cut down all's well to well. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> The old scholarship cut down day. But simply rookie, put, rookie, you got a white A's. tag in your locker, you're done. There are, you know, uh, openings at Alabama at the linebacker spot. They lost a lot of guys the same way Ohio State did. Uh, the Buckeyes thought that they had an opportunity to make a move. They they really, as I said on the radio with Bob this morning, they were not involved in this when Henry Toto entered the transfer portal. It was a matter of, okay, maybe we have time to try to build a relationship. And he was doing weekly Zoom calls with Al Washington, learning the Buckeyes defense. I mean, he was invested. He, he sent in, from what I was told last week, I mean, even as far as on Thursday, a request to Ohio State to figure out credits and see if he could, you know, how it was going to work out. <laughs> These Tennessee credits of Tennessee don't count. <laughs> so, I mean, I actually had that issue. Mm-hmm. I did an exchange year at Tennessee. Uh, it's a national exchange. And I took classes there. And I went back to Wyoming. And they're like, uh, no, that's not going to count towards your graduation. <laughs> don't count, Austin. <laughs> you took a golf class at Tennessee? Like, you can't use that towards your journalism degree. What, do you, what were you doing down there? Is every class at Tennessee like this? Some of them. In the SEC, it seems like all those classes are like that. Yeah, but I really needed that golf class. I needed that information there. Anyway. All I'm saying, you know, they, they weren't in it, and then they were, and you come up short, and, and that is the way of the world. Um, obviously, Ohio State has a lot of uh, need at linebacker, if everyone pretty much saw that this spring. And, and then now you look and see, hey, is it worth going after someone else? You mentioned um, Paulie Neoteote from USC uh, as a potential option. Um you don't know? I don't think he mentioned it. That was your reliving the call from when we had we were on the show. I actually, went, I actually just, went on the show after yours and talked about it, so it's running together. Oh, but he said he wasn't going to try to say his name. Yeah, because yeah. um, I can't. I, but, I mean, that's, that yeah. one's too far for me. For Ohio State recruiting fans, they know who he is. He was the number one ranked linebacker uh, out of Bishop Gorman in the class of 2018. He So the same high school that had uh, Hester Garrett, Tate, Tate Martell, Martell. Ty John, Lead with the star. Ty John Lindsay, all those guys. Um and, and there was some early conversation between Ohio State and, and Paulier, um, but that sort of shifted to the back burner when Henry Toto became a real option. Now you're wondering, is it too late to get back and, and get him? Because there's a lot of talk that he's pretty close to being locked into Texas, but it's not done. So you, the Buckeyes have a quick decision to make and say, oh, are we going to try this again? They've got a good relationship, though, with the guys yes. at Bishop Gorman. They're actually recruiting a guy out there now, the safety uh, yeah, Zion Branch. The, Zion Branch. Talk to him and his parents, too, so I think we can get him. The, the number two ranked uh, safety. When Bob's involved, you know that it's progressive. They only bring closer. Bob out when, when they, need, they need the closer, baby. Hey, but he's really good. But that's uh, when you have a good relationship yeah. and you're able to get a number of guys from a school that's not in the state of Ohio, you feel like you have a better shot at that. And most of those guys have had positive experiences. And, you know, outside of Tate, I mean, I think Haskell Garrett, I mean, let's get him on the phone. Start making yeah. some calls, dude, because that's what it's all about is getting some of these guys. So having a a big time dude like that coming out of USC. Did did he mention why he was leaving USC? I think he had some injury issues, uh, concussions early in his career at USC, and then just sort of fell down the depth chart. And plus, it's a kind of a dumpster fire at USC. I don't know if you're aware of that. Um, so it's, it hasn't always been great there. But they, they've actually got they've extinguished it pretty nicely over the last like six days. Well, the, but but the cause of the problem is still there. Right, like, it's yeah. easy to extinguish a fire when the game isn't being played on the field. You can manage a fire, but if it's still if if the campfire right in the middle of it is still burning, it's yeah, Slovis but, though. He's going to be the number one pick all over. over. Overall yeah, next yeah, year, I'm, right? I'm sure that Clay Helton will definitely get the most out of that roster. For sure. Uh, you can trust him there. Um, 
Jay Z, do you look at this? Are you frustrated that it keeps coming up? That it's always Alabama? What? No, I, I actually, I mean, I, Alabama impresses me. The way they just are able to do it year in and year out. And I think we are there. We're getting, I mean, we've been there the last five years, I think. Um, you know, we talked about losing guys first round and then next next year's first rounder again. Uh, so I think we're, we're there. We just have had some bad luck with injuries and these younger guys coming. And this past year was just strange because no practice, no, you know, spring or anything like that. I, I think it's impressive what Alabama does. I mean, if you're a kid and you want to go somewhere else and you're going to transfer, why wouldn't, if you're good enough, Ohio State, Alabama, yeah. I mean, I think those would be two teams that any guy leaving or in the portal would want to look at and, and try and get to. So it stinks that we lost to him because I think we could have really used uh, to a toto. HTT. There you go. HTTT. But, you know, it is what it is. You know, that's just we got to do better. And, you know, if we went all in on him and we started not going in on this guy, we got to go all in on all of them because we need a linebacker. I feel like there's like – 5,000 players in the transfer, Berm. I mean, no. are there only two well, linebackers that are worthy? We have anybody yes. else? Okay, no, that's I mean, it. That's, but that's the thing. When you're in Ohio State I know caliber, you're. I know you're a big, you know, They expect you to media. get the best of the When best. you're an Ohio State caliber roster, I mean, it does, it's not like there's... Oh, yeah. There's very few players that are good enough to play at Ohio State, and the Buckeyes are not going to go out there and just, just bring in somebody just to get for depth. They have depth. They have young guys that, you know, if they feel like they can get a, give them a chance to play... You have dudes like that, but what you don't have necessarily are, are guys maybe that you feel like have put in the time at the college level and can make the team better. And so they're only going to recruit kids that are going to make the team better. And there's just not that many out there. Ohio State and Alabama are different levels of roster. So you can't just – Can't go poach somebody from a mid-major who's like a fourth, well, three-year starter? Well, you could, but that would require you to like you know make some phone calls and stuff that are impermissible and – and then uh, listen, the NCAA. It's. <laughs> I mean, I, I had someone tell me Saturday night the NCAA is a quote dumpster fire right now. So Alabama is doing whatever well, they well, want. Didn't see. they just extend our guy over there well, for another I've three heard, years? Well, I've what, heard. Didn't I've, Bobby say where he was on Saturday night? I, I wonder who. I've heard Wild Wild West is what I've heard repeatedly over the last few months. And uh, yeah, I mean, there's there's teams right now, programs right now that are just willing to pretty much do whatever they want, and that's okay because no one's policing it, I guess. So. Um, you know, it, it's a difficult spot for Ohio State to be in because they're really – you have to balance, like, how much of your soul are you willing to give up to for to compete? And I, I think that that's a, a, a challenge. How much of your soul are you willing to give up, Berm? All of it, Bob. Okay. And I, <laughs> hey. Whatever it takes. There, there once was a sign that I saw in the Woody Hayes that said, at all costs. So I don't know if that's, if that's simply – a terrestrial thing, or if there's something else that you can potentially sell in there. So whatever it takes. Bob, when you look at this unit, so you just asked this question about, you know, if you need to go beyond these top two guys that are available in the portal, do you think that it's a must that Ohio State add another body, or are you content with you get a healthy Dallas Gantt, you get Court Williams back healthy, you're going to maybe count the bullet in that linebacker group? Do you think that you know, that's a workable group. I think it, it's a workable group. Melton getting hurt, I think, is devastating. He's a one dude that's got a lot of position flex. Like He's a big, physical, athletic guy. I, I do think it's a little bit three to make two where you've got Court Williams. You have guys who are going to play that bullet position. And depending on – and I haven't looked at the schedule. Does Illinois – who are their crossover games this year? They've got Nebraska again. Minnesota. Always. Minnesota is the opener. So that's not bad. As long as you're not rolling in Purdue. with, like, Wisconsin – Mm-hmm. Illinois, and you know they'll run some Iowa. traditional stuff in Iowa. Right. But you're not going to have to have a lot of three linebacker sets. Like if you were playing those three teams, like that's more of a full day's work. 
of needing three backers on the field. You're not going to really need that. So it's a lot of times it's going to be three to make two. You'll figure that out. The bullet will kind of take care of a lot of the, the early down stuff and they'll get multiple with some things. I really like Dallas Gantt with how good he is. You know, it's stunk that he got hurt, but I've liked him since day one. He was you know, more of a Sam guy like Pete and can run. He's really athletic and can move. You know, Taraja Mitchell can give you some things. You'll see what Kayvon Pope, Pope can do, but um, he's really been kind of the forgotten he, guy. Well, and here's the thing. Can make plays, but just the ability to anticipate, making sure that you're in the right place at the right time, the communication aspect. There's a lot of stuff that has to has to handle handle there. And I think it's not that I don't think he can do it. It's just that he's really at this point hasn't shown it yet. And so you begin to wonder like, will he be able to show it? And then you've got my man from Jersey, um, oh good, Simon. Cody Simon. Cody Cody Carly Simon. Yeah. And uh you still have Tommy Eichenberg's of the world. Yeah, and Eichenberg and he's gonna be out there. Like, you're gonna have guys and it's just gonna be kind of mashing that thing together to kind of see how it fits but i'm telling you i think cody i think cody simon will play a lot this year and i think eichenberg is going to play a lot as well as a linebacker how hard is it to play the position with guys that you haven't played with like i mean is it uh, like the offensive line is that different than obviously you know we all talk about offensive line cohesion right if you get five guys that can play the position together for three years that it's different. Does it matter that same way at linebacker? I, I, that's a great question, there, Burn. You're really doing a good job on this interview. I do think uh, <laughs> I do think that, that that does matter. The good news is most of these guys have played together and practiced a lot because they were the whole second team. <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's not like there's going to be guys who have never really played together before. Uh, but you know, Eichenberg has been hurt. I mean, there's a bunch of guys who've just been hurt. But being able to have that cohesive unit out there and just going, you know, drawing upon personal experiences, being playing with a guy for two or three years. And understanding when you're all seeing the same picture, like looking like, you know what, you can, you can cheat plays. You can cheat them like a son of a gun, man, because, hey, take this here. I know exactly what you're going to do. You take my guy and man, we'll switch and pass this off. And you know, how many times do you see guys running free? Like what happened? Well, guys miss combination routes and passing things off because they weren't seeing it the same. And when you see stuff the same and you've had that happen to you before or it happened in practice, you don't have to worry about that stuff anymore. And you can, it's really great because you can cheat and like, Hey, I'm going to do what you were supposed to do. Mm-hmm. You can do what I was supposed to do. You have phys- similar body types, and mm-hmm. you can confuse it can confuse the heck out of the quarterback in yeah. the center. As Justin was talking earlier about, you know, man, goal. We our goal was always try to make Nick's head explode, and he used to get so mad, and we used to jump positions, fly back and forth, and you have guys up there who don't know what ta- you're you're talking about, and it impacts the cover. It impacts what the quarterback's seeing coverage wise, and it really can impact the offensive line and what they're seeing on a protection basis as well. Berm, just all business over all here. Business. He is. Tell the, I know. He's coming in strong th- hey. three weeks in a row, I guess. He said if you're good at something, never do it for free. <laughs> well, he's getting paid in wings. That's right. And uh, with a road trip. So Berm and, and I are going to get out of here. We actually kept the show pretty much on the rails. I'm not sure yeah. how. Was, I told you I was, was not going to make a single man. Are you going to go to Florida? You almost got are you going to go to Florida at all? Um, you guys going to Florida after this? Texas, Florida? Uh, yeah, I mean, hopefully. Not today. Uh, hopefully, um, you know, the Buckeyes obviously just picked up two commitments from mm-hmm. Florida in the last week and a half. Um, and then that's now three defensive backs committed from Florida. I would love to go see Anthony Schlegel. Maybe yes. hunt, hunt some, you know, wild boar with him. Or they have a bunch of that in Jacksonville? Or go to. They do. Oh, oh yeah. Florida Panhandle? Oh, listen. Jacksonville, two hours. The boar population down there is out of control. Yes, it's not like. <laughs> it won't be for long. <laughs> no, it won't be. Schlegs has got it under control. It's not South Florida. <laughs> well, I remember not- last year when uh, Chives and I went down for Sean Wade's announcement, and we're driving down the highway, and it's like, watch out for bears. I'm like, in Jacksonville, Florida? Where are we? 
Jacksonville. Hey, there's Black Bear down there. Called the Florida Panthers. I mean, they, listen, Central and Central Florida and like North, dude. It's much more like rural Ohio, just a little bit warmer. They're so way more, a little right. bit. So that's how they got Schlegs. <laughs> there are yeah. way more Panthers in Florida than there are Wolverines in Michigan. I guarantee you. And we officially got back off the rails, that's just a, like I needed that. The time. more you know, right? It's there. time to wrap it up. And I live in Michigan, Dab Nabbit. <laughs> All right, boys. Yeah, that there it is. <laughs> I am speechless. That Have fun with that thunderstorm in Texas. <laughs> oh, damn it, Jay-Z. <laughs> Thank you again to Nicole Cox for having us in the Letterman Lounge. The patio is open. Come get your mac and cheese mm, bites. Mac, mac and, and cheese. cheese bites. They're $2 on Tuesday. That's Berm, Jay-Z, Bobby Carpenter. I am Austin Ward. We'll be back here next Monday for Letterman Live. We will see you then. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.